Welcome to Small Business Spoonfuls Podcast, a laid-back discussion of the serious HR topics and trends of today. Sponsored by HelpDeskForHR.com. Hello, happy January 26th, compliance warriors and bosses and small business owners. I'm Lisa Smith, and I just want to say welcome to Small Business Spoonfuls today. Today, I'm just popping in to do a short episode regarding a really common question that I get here at the support um, email at helpdeskforhr.com. And so the question is, what should our company do when an employee files a complaint but wishes to remain anonymous? And so this happens all the time and, you know, they come in and they say, listen, I don't want anybody to know that I said this, or maybe they just send in an anonymous note that says, hey, this is something I've noticed or I'm struggling with, and they don't leave their name. They just want to make a report. And so when an employee sends in an anonymous complaint, it can be really tricky for a company to handle. So let's just take a hypothetical situation. Let's just say you have Emma who works in HR and she's in a medium sized tech company. Okay, so there's the stage set for you. So Emma receives an anonymous email alleging that her supervisor, Tom, we'll call him, is creating a hostile work environment. The message doesn't give a lot of specifics, just says, you know, it's about to become too much and it's something that she deals with on a regular basis. Okay, so what are some best practices for Emma to embrace at this moment? Well, for one thing, she can't just dismiss the note since it's not signed. We have to take every complaint seriously, don't we? So even though the complaint is anonymous, It's important to treat it with the same seriousness as any other complaint. If we ignore it, we could have even bigger problems down the road. So what we want to do is investigate carefully. Now, it may be difficult to investigate an anonymous complaint like this, but Emma here would start by looking into the complaint, even though it's vague. She can review Tom's behavior and interactions with his team, without revealing the complaint's existence. She can also check to see if there have been similar complaints in the past for Tom. She will want to respect privacy. So while investigating, it is crucial to keep things confidential. Emma is not going to tell Tom or the others immediately about the anonymous complaint unless she absolutely has to. Emma wants to create a safe environment, so she's going to ensure that employees feel safe to voice those concerns. She can remind everyone about the company's policies on harassment and discrimination and the importance of a respectful workplace. Emma's also going to want to encourage open communication. So it's going to be good to encourage employees to come forward with their concerns, even if they're choosing to stay anonymous. Emma can remind them of the different ways that they can report issues, like through a suggestion box or a confidential hotline or, you know, something of that nature. Now, it is understandable that some employees may be hesitant to put their name on a complaint. We've all been down that road. 
Emma can work on building a culture, though, where employees do feel comfortable coming forward. So there are a few steps she can take to do that. One would be promoting a culture of trust. And so if employees trust their HR team and feel that their concerns are going to be taken seriously, they may be more likely to share their names. Emma can work on building this trust through regular communication and by being approachable. Explain the process. Sometimes employees are anonymous because they're not sure what will happen after they make the complaint. Emma can explain the process to all employees so that they know what to expect and feel more comfortable without trying to single out, you know, hey, I had an anonymous complaint. So just, you know, if she hasn't already done that, that's something she wants to do. And, you know, like I mentioned before, she wants to offer multiple reporting options, you know, direct talk with HR, a confidential email, a meeting with a trusted manager. Of course, like I mentioned before, a hotline or a suggestion box or, you know, just something that would work in this situation for someone who was a little intimidated by the, the uncertainty. And then, of course, Emma's going to want to assure everyone that confidentiality and non-retaliation policies are in place and will be followed through with. Employees often fear retaliation. You know, what's going to happen when I come forward? So Emma's going to need to let them know that their identity will be protected to the extent possible and that the company has a strict non-retaliation policy. So when a complaint comes in anonymously, we just don't know who it is and we can't do a thorough in-depth investigation, but by following some of the steps and guidelines that I've lined out here, someone in Emma's position would be able to at least assess, is there a real risk here? You know, what is, what is happening? And then, you know, kind of go from there. If nothing else, document what they've observed or what they haven't observed. And, you know, be careful with the approach. Focus on creating a trusting and open work environment. And, you know, overall developing that positive workplace culture. Sort of, you know, people spend more time at work than they do at home in most cases. And so while home you know, does need to be our soft place to fall, so to speak. It's not always our soft place to fall. Some people come to work to escape home. And so we want to do everything we can in the workplace to make that as soft a place to fall as we can so that when there is a serious problem like harassment, discrimination, anything that can that constitutes a, a hostile work environment, that we're going to be there to protect the victims and to also protect the accused until we've thoroughly investigated and then come to a conclusion one way or the other. So I hope that sort of answers that very common question that I get, and I hope that helps somebody out there in listening land. <laughs> I tell you what, um, I'm going to put in the notes here a link to 
click and record a question. So if you want to record a question that is going to be answered here on Small Business Spoonfuls, then please click the link and record. Or you can always write to support at helpdeskforhr.com and in the subject line, put small business spoonfuls question, or you can put podcast question if you prefer. Um, and then when you send that in, I will tackle your questions on an upcoming episode. So please, if you enjoyed today and you got something out of it, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and come back and listen again. So until I see you next time, I'm Lisa Smith. Be audit secure. If you would like to learn more about our team and the services we provide, head over to helpdeskforhr.com. Our 8,000 plus members enjoy the essential training, tools, and support they need to keep up with ongoing legal changes, as well as maintaining solid HR and employment law compliance. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you like what you hear, we'd love to hear from you, either by leaving us a review, or you can email us at support at helpdeskforhr.com.